Hey there. Hey, welcome back. Ed, how you doing? Yep. Yep. Yep, 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 yep. <laughs> yeah. Yep. <sighs> I got a new coffee. I got a, a new water. I listened to mm. Ed loudly chew cereal into a microphone. Mm. Mm. <laughs> so, you know, those are the three things I need to feel refreshed. And <laughs> that's why Ed calls mm. me up once a day and just sort of just slurps and munches. Just like, mmm, it's Weetabix today. Technology is incredible, huh? You can hear the inside of a man's mouth from the <laughs> continent away. <laughs> uh, 2016. Yeah, that was a year. Okay, so here we go. That was a year move. that games came out. Um, right. So, to begin with, what started? What was the, what was the first good thing? Oh. Uh, Darkest Dungeon is pretty good. Yeah, that's okay. They re yeah, yeah. yeah they re released Resident Evil. Zero. Oh, oh shit. No. Zero. Who cares about zero? Shit. Uh, fun trivia fact: Darkest Dungeon. Yeah. Which I don't really want on the list to either, just because I don't. Whatever. It was fine. Uh, music, sound in that. A Canadian developed game, as most video games are. Um. Mm soundtrack done by i think it was the the drummer or the bassist for uh former canadian uh bands in canada when they break you hear them constantly for a period of time because Mm -hmm. uh thankfully uh trudeau senior not not uh not the current one um introduced laws that essentially mean to like try to protect us from being completely culturally overrun um that you have to like have a specific amount of Canadian content. So in say like the nineties and aughts when like much music, which was like our MTV equivalent, uh, if you had an hour or on the radio, if you had an hour of programming, you had to have a certain amount of it that was from Canadian artists. Um, and so anyway, this band called the tea party, which are hilarious. If you listen to them in retrospect, they like tried to do this, like, doors ish velvet underground ish like mm. alt rock thing anyway bassist or drummer i can't remember from that band did the soundtrack for darkest dungeon <laughs> that's for uh everyone who's fascinated by <laughs> canada <laughs> all, the, all the canada heads out there <laughs> surely there's at least three uh the witness the shitness the shitness yeah absolute yeah. witness the shitness absolutely <laughs> Firewatch. Fucking awful. Firewatch. Brilliant game. game. Loved Firewatch. Yeah, liked Firewatch a lot. I liked um I like watching fires. Um that was good. Okay. So Great game. Uh, Unravel horrible. I actually uh, also played what was that. his name? Uh Yarny. Yarny. <laughs> that also in terms of brief aside, very brief, uh also a thing that made me lose faith in a lot of this space was the reception to an article written by uh extremely talented writer and editor Clayton Purdom at Kill Screen entitled Burned in Hell Yarny <laughs> that mm, was sort of about mm, like the mm. uh, marketing, industrialization of, of cute and twee in, in indie and everyone essentially uh, was ready to assume the worst and it just made me think that there's no room for fun or for reading things and, and any kind of benefit of the doubt in this space No, so there isn't. That, that was a sad moment I think uh, layers of fear 
Yeah. It's not as good as uh, no. Observer. Observer's no. Better. Layers of Fear is funny though. It is funny. It's got some good jokes in it. I remember. I remember laughing at it. Right. Uh, Super hot. We got yeah. Rocket League. Rocket no. League's pretty good. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> Super hot was a Super hot was an enjoyable game. I liked Super hot. Yeah. Um, I didn't like the whole Hotline Miami uh, Spec Ops thing of you're to blame. Oh stuff. god, I know. I know. Just take that out. That fucking ruined it. Well, there's a there's a contender for worst of the year. Tom Clancy's The Division. Oh, that was this. Is it March? That? that was that year. No, it was. Uh, that was in. That was in. Oh, it was in March. It was in March. Uh, Tom Clancy's The Division. That game was not good. That I think um, that deserves consideration for one of the worst games of this year. Yeah, yeah. I'll put that down. I'll put that down. Uh, okay. Uh, what else is in there? Nothing else happened in March. Um, what happened Dark in Souls Three? Yeah, it's I, it's hard done. to get worked up about. Yeah, it. yeah, I'm done with them by then. Um, oh, so you've got Hitman. When did Hitman come out? The first, oh. the opening of Hitman was earlier in the year, but you got the second episode of Hitman. This was the in, year of the Hitman. April. This is the year of the Hitman. So there's some good stuff this year. Yeah, that was okay. Uh, Doom. Oh, Doom's there. Doom's there. One of the funniest so comments. Uh, Uncharted 4, just leave it be. It's not even bad enough to be interesting. Go on, then. This what is one of the funniest comments? One of the funniest comments I've ever received is when I reviewed... Uh, I'll stop mentioning him so much, but this is of the era of this time. But Kill Screen, I reviewed Doom. Uh, was not expecting much of anything. They sent it, I think, the morning of. Started playing it. Uh, I like Doom a lot. Original Dooms. And uh, it was very good. I gave it a very high score. Like a somewhere in high 80s or something. And uh, comment, uh, even the cucks at Kill Screen can't deny Doom. Mm. Uh mm first time i saw uh, cucks used in that context mm, and mm. uh just really a stunning moment <laughs> one, of my, one of my all-time favorites Homefront: the revolution a horrible game terrible yes yeah i remember i had to review that and it was it was, oh, it was yeah. really rubbish i wrote <clears throat> about that for uh playboy bad game overwatch whatever oh don't talk to me about overwatch Playing actually playing the game Overwatch is fine. Yeah. Uh, this is in, the police. I never played that. It looked it's like a fun, poor idea. Oh, I know what my worst game of this year is. So that's that's not hard to. I've just found it. Fuck me. Uh, Valhalla came out this year. That game is fine. Inside, excellent game. I'll put that down for you. My Love worst Inside. game of the year. I'm, I'm not going to say it. You'll know it when you see it. Which month are we in now? I'm I'm down in August. Jeez, and crow. I thought I was going fast. Kentucky Route Zero Act 4. It's a good act. <laughs> good act. <laughs> good act. Nice act. Uh, great act. Uh, oh, no, Nomans. Nomans Sky. Nomanskis. Nomanskis was, was my worst game of that year. I, I, that was a big pile of fucking sebaceous fluid drain from a infected oh, abdomen. <laughs> oh, come on. No. Uh, I 
I have a hard time getting worked up about that game. I met him, you know. I met that guy. What's his name again? Sean Sean Murray. Poor Sean guy. Sean Murray. Have <laughs> you if you've seen Joker? How about another no. game, Murray? Oh, you've not seen Joker. <laughs> this is fucking god, man. This is. I think I when we did that Modern Warfare one, you were like, "I'm going to talk about Joker for a while." <laughs> 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 like, oh, I can't shut uh, up about Joker. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. How was Sean? Um. Uh. Deceitful. <laughs> Oh, come on. Were you part of the uh, campaign to be to fix No Man's Sky or something? No, no, I didn't care about No Man's Sky. I, I think that I what you were saying earlier on, I think about Unraveled. Is it Unraveled or Unravel? It's Unravel. Unravel. What you were saying earlier on about Unravel. Um, I think I had a similar experience with No Man's Sky, which was that I had... I couldn't believe you know the the, the gullibility mm. and and the sort of lack of uh credulity or incredulity mm. rather the lack of incredulity and then and then also like the outrage and the anger that followed it's like you know you spent as in the gaming press and fans and whomever mm-hmm. spent about 2 years going this is going to be the best game ever but no one ever and no one ever asked to actually like play it <laughs> or or you know yeah. what happens in it <laughs> They just like oh, it's got all the planets. It's like a million billion planets, and it's like it was so amazing. A really great reminder, and this is also a great thing for 2016. Of uh, despite the the patting on the back of the work of uh, largely freelance writers who burn out and stop writing about games, um, talking about how the gaming press is really sort of advanced from its like 90s roots and. Uh, you know the the days in the 90s when every game was like the cover of magazines were like this you know these graphics are going to blow your fucking nuts off and um and then it was it they did that that was done for Mm -hmm. nomansky um where it was just like this is the most incredible thing i've ever seen and it's like like just like a bunch of little kids like flipping through you know, a toy catalog before Christmas and imagining all the fun they're going to have if they get those toys. Mm. And then being furious that it's not mm. everything that they had dreamed up. Everything that they had said it would be. Yeah. But so then, I have no ill will for, you know... No, I, well, I, I do, because he didn't do anything to stop it. He didn't say, well, no, that's not in it. They was like... You know what mm. I mean? Yeah, he, but... He just... He rode that fucking train. Yeah, but... I don't know. <laughs> Yeah. And it was a shit game. It's a shit game that said that oh the world is magical because there's no fucking people in it. I, oh, get to go it's, go away. It's kind of the uh, computer engineer's dream. It is, right? isn't it? Yeah, yeah. The world that has no humans. The, there were things about that game I really liked, but they were, I don't know. I'm, I'm. Uh, it's like, yeah, we didn't. We did a podcast on this with uh, Gareth, Damian, Martin, mm. the two of you completely opposed and i heavyweight game critics <laughs> two two heavyweight game critics uh, yeah two makes me two. feel good yeah. <laughs> two of them um but yeah i i i see kind of the arguments on both sides and i felt both kind of things and thought both kind of things of this being complete shit and it being something actually pretty remarkable on both ends and i think 
ultimately I just came down. I'm like, I don't care a lot. Yeah. I said that a lot during this, but, but that's a, that's a fairly good honest. that's a fairly good space to occupy. I think. Yeah. Uh, okay. Um, one, next on the shit list is Deus Ex: Mankind Divided. Ah, uh, game. Very bad. That was bad, wasn't it? Mankind oh, so this divided. is this is the beginning of Bullet Points Monthly. Yep. Yeah, uh, this is where it all started to go wrong. <laughs> August uh, 2016. Yep. Full of yep. vim and vinegar. Mm. Uh, really feeling like gonna make something. Mm. Gonna change. Listen, gonna change the culture. And listen, I'm still there. <laughs> you're you're still doing it. I mean, I'm 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 here on this. Yeah, that's true. That's but true. Other, you, otherwise, you I'm I'm not. Okay, so then we we because uh, I'm down to September. Was one of the first games we did. It was. Uh, Dar- Darius of the Spaceport Janitor is a good game. Um, Virginia is terrible game Virginia, awful awful i'm, I'm putting awful that on the list because that might be that might be the worst of the year even even worse than no man's Sky. i definitely think it's worse uh, than no man's key yeah mafia you might be 3, right very good game mafia 3 might i'm just looking at what is on the list that might be my number one of that year but uh, i'll tell you what else came out this year i think mm-hmm. uh if i'm not mistaken wasn't this also or maybe I'm wrong. Wasn't this also the year of... Uh, it was, of Thumper, which I, I liked a, a hell of a lot. Good. Yeah, Thumper was good. Thumper's a good... Uh, ba, 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 Battlefield 1. Uh, who cares? Yeah, it's not bad enough. But Titanfall 2. People people are... They just... Yeah, they, they are aflame. They start frothing when they hear Titanfall 2. Mm. Me? I just... It's fine. I liked it. I liked it. I don't froth for it. I don't froth. I don't froth for it. I'm not really capable of frothing. Um, I've got rabies, so sometimes I can't help it. I liked Infinite Warfare. I liked that one. Infinite Warfare is an ugly. ugly no, game. it's not. It's good. I I want to play it again because when I finished that game, I felt sickened by Call of Duty in a way that uh, not all of them make me feel sickened. Like I think it's sub modern warfare in terms of its. Uh, how cynical and just uh, it's like I I remember the message I took away from it at the end is that it is good the best thing you can do in a world gone to shit is to die in a way that helps kill a lot of other people absolutely absolutely yeah and I mean maybe that's fine as a message if you're killing the right people (laughs) but (laughs) (laughs) Well, listen, let's be honest here. We're talking about fucking Call of Duty. We're talking about, you know, this is like Space War, right? Like, mm. uh, I, there was something about that message that was, at the end, that was, um, to me, uh, an ugliness, a profound ugliness. To right. Me. Uh, maybe, maybe we won't, maybe we won't put that one then. I feel very strongly about, I, I want to play that again. It would be interesting to... Okay to be able to write about that or talk about it with fresh memories of it. Watch Dogs 2 was better than Watch Dogs 1. Mm-hmm. But it was still a Watch Dogs. It was very boring. Very boring Final game. Fantasy 15, one of the that's one of the shittiest games ever <laughs> created. Ever. There's a part in this game. Brief aside. This is a standout moment to me of the 2010s. That game notoriously was, I think, being made forever because... Uh, nobody, I think, could figure out how to turn it into something. Just, like, Project Hell kind of stuff. Uh, and then it came out, because I think they, like, put a new director on it. 
who was like given the task of like okay take this decaying whale corpse and turn it into something you can sell and god bless him he mm. made a video game that would sell <laughs> for full price <laughs> on the market there's one part in this game that the writing in this game is of a quality so a sub kingdom heartsian writing um where there's one part and this is a spoiler if you if you care so i'll just give you one second to skip ahead a minute if you do there's one part where you, you got your four bros the main characters they're all buddies they're good friends they go through ups and downs on their journey at one point one of them when the game is really just fucking sprinting you know with with one leg and bleeding from the ears toward the finish line of the conclusion of the game a character you're in like this place and there's like a factory or something and a character essentially says by the way i'm a robot Mm. and then the other characters are like they kind of take you know a fraction of a second and they're like that's all right man like we it doesn't matter if you're a robot we love you anyway because you're our friend it doesn't matter who you are because you're our friend and then they continue on and it's never mentioned again or before Mm. Mm. just a guy is just a robot Mm-hmm. one of the main characters he's like I'm a robot um, mm. just like a truly exceptional thing of like where the <laughs> what kind of bar a Final Fantasy game has to clear in, in this day and age that's what I got for that sad isn't it it's just sad isn't it sad Yakuza 6? That's not true. Yeah, in Japan. That came out in oh, Japan, in Japan. Did Yakuza 0 come out at the beginning of this year? It did. Yes, it did. People love that. Not my favorite Yakuza. As a, as a Res- Yakuza connoisseur. Resident Evil 7 came out this year. I don't really uh, no. abide. Um, we have a month on that. For Honor, no. Night in the Woods, no. No. Horizon Zero Dawn. No. No, God no. Uh Near Automata. Wait, you're in twenty seventeen. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, okay. Let me catch well, up, okay? We've got we've got the bad one there. That's that's done. Um Neo. What a funny name for a game. Neo. Uh, Night in the Woods, yeah, not not great. Horizon Zero Dawn, I think, is a bad game, but not in a way that's yeah, exactly worth commemorating. Uh, I guess this is when the Switch came out. Look at all these Switch games. And there it is. What? There it is, 7th it. of March. 7th of March? I went past it. Oh, you missed it then. Oh! Hey there, sweetie. There's our boy. <laughs> So I would say Nier Automata, one of the, I think, in retrospect, one of the best games of that year, came out on the same day as Wildlands, which is one of the worst also games. Also one of right? the best games, yeah. I kid, so slap, you should slap both those suckers on there. Jot, jot those down. Okay. Um, Mass Effect Andromeda is a very bad game, but not... Like, not notably so. Rain World, that's a good game. Rain World. So I was... I'm going to put Outlast 2 down as a potential... Uh, that game oof. is very bad. That's a, f- that's a big fucko, that one. <laughs> um, so I was, I was like out by this point. I'd, I'd 
I hadn't started, but I'd got my job teaching. So I was I was on the decline now. I was going. Mm. Um, oh, this was the say. This was the year that brought us Bethesda's Prey. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, uh, no, thank you. Fuck strafe. Me. That was a really bad game. Oh, too. Strafe was a was a pig. Um, <laughs> what else have we got here? Uh, Which month are you uh, in? Now? I'm down to May. Uh, I just got to June. I didn't see anything. No, nothing there. Nothing there. Get even. Fuck, that was a piece of work. Um, I, went right. to, I went to Belgium to see that game being made <laughs> and see the soundtrack oh, well, being recorded. That's why it's more memorable to you. Yeah. Um, I think I got it for five bucks and played it and was like, sure. Sure thing. Tacoma. Oh. Which one was Tacoma? Oh, yeah, that was uh, the... Tacoma was pretty good. One. But... Uh, Here's one that we're not going to agree on. Oh fuck's sake! I know what you're going to say. Do it. Do, what? What is? Uh, what does her companion say to her throughout the game? So, hate it. Hate it. Hate it. I like that game. Fucking Hellblade. Hell. Fuck. Fucking Hellblade. Hellblade. Agents of Mayhem. Agents of Mayhem. That. Is that, that one of the last ones you ever reviewed? Yeah, uh, it might be the last one I ever reviewed because that was when I, I, I that was when I put it down because I, I remember the moment where it was, it was a level where you have to like defeat guys at a sort of rooftop uh, outdoor dance party and I finished the mission and killed the bad guys and then you're on the radio with your sort of Saturday morning cartoon style companions. Mm. Great job! And it's like all cartoony and just sort of you know for laughs mm-hmm. and then I just thought you know just to see if I can I just shot a load of the civilians just sure. shot them just shot them all dead and then he's just like still getting he's like still quipping while you're doing it and you're still getting this kind of radio calls like hey there's there's a secret mission somewhere up there in the city make sure you go and find it and like this kind of stuff and I thought well that that is it I just that is it Those I've tried I've games. tried even at the time uh, Centro uh, three and four, I did not understand the the respect people have from their ugliest sin, like mm. just visually, just horrendous looking games. This horrible not looking game, not funny, like real sort of like like no, it's it's be so rude to compare them to like, Sandler like, or something. Well, they are, yeah, but they're like yeah, they're like sociopathic. Yeah, and they delight in that, <laughs> which I think is why people are like. That's clever that they delight in it, but I don't think that's. It's no, not taking any approach, but it's not funny. No, it's just. And it sucks. Like it, the shooting sucks. Moving around sucks. Yeah. Observer was good. Observer was good. I put that down. Um. Now then, now then, now then. What else goes on this year in the 2017s? Oh, there's a little game release called Fortnite. That's interesting. Um. Never heard of that again. Cuphead, which I fucking hated. Um, and then uh, Forza Motorsport 7. That was boring. Oh, Echo uh, is really good. Did do you, you like Echo? No, I never I played like Echo. It's, also got... uh, one of my favorites from this year, I think. Oh, okay. Got The Evil Within 2. I didn't like that. I did review I mean... that, so I can't have stopped at Agents of Mayhem. You reviewed Evil Within 2? I did. I did it for a magazine. Um, Call of Duty WWW2. No, I don't like that one. 
WW2. We did a month on that one, didn't we? We did do a month on that one. Oh, I liked Assassin's Creed Origins. Yeah, but you're a... That's wrong. (laughs) I liked it. I thought it was one of the better... God, you know what? 2017 was a bad... There's fuck all in 2017. This was a a really... Yeah, this is a really uh, bad time. Personal, life-wise, too. Was it? Oh, it's all coming back now. (laughs) Oh, great. Wolfenstein 2, strong contender for worst game. Did that come out that year? Is that down at the bottom? 2017. It's like all a bunch of stuff came out all at once. Where's that? I've gone past that. When did that happen? When did that... October. Oh, so it is. Yeah, that might be the one, actually. That might be worse. Oh, no, it's got Wildlands. It's like... You know what? Do you ever used to play Top Trumps? And there was always that one Top Trump where it had 10. Like, one of its stats was a 10. And then that meant that if someone else had that and it was their go, they just always deploy the 10 (laughs) stats and and win with that card. That's that's Wildlands. If they've got Wildlands in their deck, they're always going to win on that one. You'll, You'll be like... You'll be like... Um, you know, like badness nine, and they'd be like, well, Wildlands, badness ten. Then, <laughs> <laughs> it just shuts everything down. It does, yeah. All right, well, I think that's the year for that one. Yeah, 2017 was a bum year. 2017 was the year of nothing. This was also uh, collapsing all over lots of uh, interesting sort of. Uh, well, all the stuff. publications were closing down, everything, yeah. <laughs> everything was, was changing hands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. It was honestly not to mention the changes that had occurred over you know prevalent global politics yeah. taking shape over the last oh, just a shit time just a dud year just a bum year okay uh, so how about last year 2018 so this is the last one this is i'll finish 2019 the other one okay uh, so let's see here celeste uh i really don't like that game it's pandering uh IMO, one of those games that also ascended genre of the decades where you uh, turn complex emotions and issues into cutesy platformers Mm. uh, that I think uh, ask, it's like the sort of bullshit but like less like intellectually engaging version of like abstract art where it's like you make the audience do all the work it's like Braid or uh, or yeah. Fez or um, yeah, yeah that's right. It's Canadian now. It's Canadian. Celeste. Yeah. Well, listen, I'm saying every game is made in Canada, so yeah, yeah, true. Uh, Canada is not, you know, not not a great country. Uh, we've got Metal Gear Survive here. That wasn't that, very good. Yeah, but that was, that was King, boring. Not very. Kingdom good. Come Deliverance. In terms of a game that sort of oh that guy. Kind of, kind of, you know, what a man coughed some <laughs> infectious mucus onto yeah. uh, onto the world. I think that one is for me a contender for worst game of the year. Good old, good old Vaffas. I, yeah. Also, yeah. I wrote a big long thing about that, mm. and then got some kind comments from. Got my, some, re- got some replies. Got some replies. I think Far Cry uh, Five might be my contender for for worst yeah that was a shitter that also well you know this is a bullet points podcast that was a a real sort of like (laughs) it's i almost resent that game for the fact that it it 
provoked like a some serious sort of like soul searching <laughs> amongst all yeah it did uh, yeah we were like yeah why are we doing this? i read and this was the thing too i read i do this stupid thing where i read a lot of stuff for research which doesn't mean anyone cares anymore about what i have to say but i, I for myself i like to do the research to write something that's maybe backed up a little bit better and i did that for so i was reading so much nonfiction and uh, journal articles and stuff for kingdom come on that period of history and then i was also immediately started doing the same for far cry 5 because of what it was trying to say about like you know the link between evangelical like doomsday thinking and the american right do you remember? I think I talked to you about this. And you did. I'd, I'd read like 3,000 pages of shit, and I was ready to go. I was raring to go. Like, give me something. And there was nothing. Mm. There was nothing. And mm. your article, that one you wrote about it, I think really describes that feeling. Mm. Of, they're never going to... Not never. It's never going to happen. It's just never going to happen. Mainstream games are just almost never going to reward yeah. your curiosity yeah. in the world that they're trying to show Detroit Become Human bad game uh, yes Detroit. I, I can remember there was a bit in Detroit Become Human where do you remember the the, the maid character mm-hmm. and it's quite early in the game and you're at home with the dad and the little girl character and the little girl runs upstairs and the dad is following her and it's obvious that he's going to like hurt her and he says to you the android wait here don't don't fucking move right and i thought right okay you know obviously that there's there's an option here to move and go and like intervene right but i'm playing as an android and the the scene is going to be that much more sort of tragic and brutal and awful if I can't move, so I'm not going to move. I'm going to like play along as you know, as an android, and you know, I'm going to have to listen to her getting hurt upstairs and not be able to do anything about it. And that's going to be, you know, that's quite that's quite moving. Mm-hmm. That's quite resonant. So I just didn't move. And it, you know, it takes like ten minutes because obviously it's it's like giving you quite a lot of leeway to to figure out that it's like, you come can't on. actually move. Yeah, come on, move. What's wrong um, with you? And then if you don't move, it just shows a cutscene. Of him having killed his daughter, and then he looks what? at you and says, "Yeah, he kills his daughter." And he looks at you and goes, "This is all your fault," and then kills you, <laughs> and then that's just like the end of those characters. And then you go back to the main menu, and that woman who's on the main menu is like, "Welcome oh, to Detroit." Yeah, she goes, "Why didn't you move? <laughs> Why didn't you do something to help her?" I'm like, "Fuck you! I, it's not my fault. I'm a better writer than you are. That I've got like a better sense." Of you know, like emotional drama than you. Don't punish me for that. I love, I love the idea Jeez. too of like <laughs> the the main menu android and the piece of shit dad coming together and be like, "Come on, what's wrong? <laughs> yeah. why, why don't you stop me?" The dad's like covered in child blood and is like, "Come on, wait, hey." Yeah, <laughs> you were supposed to do something. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought I. I thought I was going to do like some, you know, consistent characterization, you know, for dramatic effect. <laughs> I'm so- I'm sorry. Uh, yeah. So anyway, yeah, yeah, that was my experience with Detroit. That game's not very good, huh? No, no, it's not. No. Agony. No. That's not a good game. Oh, that's not good either. Vampire. I know. I <laughs> vampire. I liked uh, it well enough. Oh dear. What's his name again? Reed. Reed. John. John. Jonathan Reed. 
Jonathan Reed. Jonathan Reed, that was it. I like um, it because it's got my name. It's got it. your name on it, yeah. So does Aliens Colonial Marines, by the way. I think that's like two of the... <laughs> really? Is someone called Reed in that? Yeah, I'm, I'm counting spelt uh, the Correctly. proper way. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Let's see. I'm into July. Same. Nothing happened in July. Uh, nothing happened in August. Look at this. This is pretty quiet. I'm sure there was some good stuff happening here that we're not looking at, but whatever. I don't think there is. I mean, there is, I'm not thinking nothing of... that's, you know, like, superlatively good. Gone Home's come out on a lot of consoles. I keep seeing that pop up. Bloody hell. It's oh. everywhere. That's good. Uh, you know, Dragon Quest Eleven is good. South Park, no. Uh, Let It Die, that was bad. Spider-Man. Um, Spider-Man. Swing around. Was that, swung around. Was that the famous Spider-Man? I thought that Spider-Man came out this year. What was the Spider-Man No, that, that was the liked? famous Spider-Man. Oh, was that the big Spider-Man? Okay. I played it. I had a horrible flu. Right, okay. Which, but I liked swinging around. The story was absolute dog shit. Yeah. Um... I had more fun with that than any Marvel movie since um No, I had quite a lot of fun watching Venom. Oh, I quite liked a bit of Venom. I liked when Tom Hardy got in the lobster tank. Exactly, yeah, it's a it's a good laugh. Good old Hardy. Okay, well my best of the year is is there. That's that's it, I think. Uh As Creed Odyssey in the month of, for in the month of October. Month of October. Your best of the year. Oh, yeah, mine too. Red mm. Dead. That's yeah. a really good video game. Mm. Delta Rune, horrible video game. Horrible. It's an Undertale know. free spin-off. Undertale is baffling to me. I never played it. I've never played on the Undertale. I think you, No, you're you're out of I mean, this that's, a non -anec that's a non anecdote, to. I suppose, but <laughs> <laughs> funny story. I've yeah. never played it. Mm. Um, let's see here. Not a lot else than I'm. I'm Battlefield Five's on my shit list. I couldn't finish Battlefield Five. Battlefield Five was was bad. Yeah. Um, that's it. That's that's all I can see. I mean, they re-released PUBG, which I think is kind of we singularly miss... response responsible did, for that. Did we miss? I guess we missed when uh, PUBG came out. PUBG's pretty good. Mm. Mm. right come on then <laughs> alright so come on then we've got to sort through these now Return of the Oprah didn't I couldn't finish that because I'm not uh, smart enough that's a little mission for you <laughs> Return of the Oprah didn't Oprah didn't uh, there's also a weird thing where you had to do some like figure out who's who and some of it was like it got pretty weird in terms right. of like trying to listen to accents and being like do you sound like you could have been born in the UK? Which, mm. hmm. hmm, I don't know. Maybe that comes more naturally to those born in, in Britain. Possibly. All right. So now this portion of the show, let's we'll try to do it quickly here. This is a beast, a leviathan. Well, there we go. That was our sort of director's commentary on the years 2010 to 2018. So now Blimey. we're left with this thing where I think just real truthful from the gut, best and worst of these, and then we have a, a Google Doc open here. 
and I think we just go through same process and and just sort them you know that's fine we, sift, we sifted through the sand we pulled out what we want to look at Metro 23 23 Metro 23 take it off the list yeah Metro 23 wasn't that good it was alright but it was that good no it wasn't same uh, with uh, Bioshock no okay I'm gonna fight for that one this is the process <laughs> Assassin's Creed 2 no I'd rather give that dubious honor to uh, Brotherhood. Yeah, fine. Okay. Alan Wake, come on. Who cares? Yeah, we can we can bin Alan Wake off. Should we bin off Limbo? Because you don't like it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't think. Yeah. Okay. Um, King Lynch two. Is it is, better than Red Dead Redemption? I I think they both they both need to be on here. I'll, I'll, I'll kill Bioshock. Go on, Bioshock can go because it's not better than those two. In terms of worst, is Black Ops as bad as Borderlands or Heavy Rain? Borderlands isn't as bad as Black Ops or Heavy Rain. Or Deadly, uh, Deadly Premonition is, is a little more acceptable, I think. Than, than, than Heavy than, Rain? Definitely than Black Ops. Black Ops has like sort of like an international historical <laughs> issues. <laughs> I, I, think, I think Black Ops is the worst game of 2010. I'm just going to... Uh, that's, that's mine. I'm fine with that. I think it's more reprehensible than heavy rain in certain heavy rain <laughs> it's a tough one it's a tough one in terms I... of because you think that and you think of heavy rain as just being this, this incompetent sort of buffoon but it's also an incompetent buffoon that is racist <laughs> and misogynist and... oh god there are there are characters in that fucking game it's so it's not just the clown <laughs> it's the clown that you don't that you don't want your kids to hear talking. You did, know? did you ever play Indigo Prophecy? I sure did. <laughs> when you have to go to the library. The bookshop or whatever? <laughs> and there's that fucking guy there. How does he still have a career? He did that in Detroit Become Human too. He <laughs> made... Remember he made his character was an enormous black man who he positioned as being like, like a Frankenstein's monster. Like, I don't, how does this dude get away with it? How is he? He's <laughs> got like he's got the little the hat on. He's like got his hands tucked into both of his sleeves. He's got like the mustache down past his chin, and it is like oh, the Indigo Prophet. It's the, it's like the beginning like, of Gremlins. Honestly, it's I don't even want to do like an impression. No, it's just no. like you just swap out like L's for R's. And it's like it's horrible. Oh my god! That's, and then I, the black character in that game. Every time he appears on screen, he's like pursued by funk music. Right. It's yeah. it's the kind of stuff that even describing it makes me not. It, it like I don't even want to like describe it because it makes me feel complicit in mm. in even. In it. It's bad, man. Heavy Rain is fucking bad. But I remember Black Ops, and you've got like the Ed Harris voiced character who's just like screaming at you over and over again, going, "What? <laughs> Tell me about the fucking numbers, Mason. The fucking numbers. What about the fucking numbers?" And that you've got the zombie mode with Fidel Castro, John F. Kennedy, Nixon, Richard and Nixon, and, and Robert McNamara. McNamara. <laughs> yeah, yeah, playing them for for laughs. Um, the one thing um, I would say is somewhat that has any kind of redeeming quality to Black Ops is 
uh, I think I could mount an argument that the things that are disgusting about it are kind of on purpose disgusting. No, no, I, no, I, I no. don't think that at all. You know what? Actually, not on the first one. In the rest of them. In yeah. Black Ops 1, because Black Ops 2 actually does really try to position the Americans as the, like, you're playing as the villain of that game. And in 3, 3 is like a descent into madness. Yeah. You know Whereas I mean? Black Ops 1 is just sort of this ugly, I keep saying ugly, it's a good, I think, a, a word that describes a lot of really bad games. I don't know, though. Heavy Rain is... I think, ultimately, Heavy Rain's got a slightly a slightly better heart. And you, for, 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 be- who, for who? For, for David Cage. In terms of... <laughs> for David Cage. David but I think Cage Black is... Ops just like... Just like hate, I think Black Ops hates everybody. And... Um, That's true. I think Heavy Rain is at least sort of mechanically maybe trying a little bit different they're both disgusting i think they both get a spot as i'm thinking of the wide purview of the 2010s there's nothing saying it has to be one one best of one worst of for the I, year. I tell, i'll tell you what i think we should give it to heavy rain because Black Ops 2 and 3 were quite redemptive, whereas Beyond Two Souls and Detroit Become Human were, were worse. Heavy Rain enabled exactly career to continue and thrive. Yeah, so let's give it to that. Fine. Okay, so Heavy and Rain then... is worst of the year. <laughs> and then... Red Dead and Kane and Lynch 2 are both some of the best games ever made. I would give it to... Because I know I'm going to give 2018 to Red Dead Redemption 2. I'd give this one to Kane and Lynch 2. And I think that that's partly also because of my slightly sort of contrarian streak that wants people to be like, what? Kane and Lynch 2? But I, I... No, people have come around. I think the gospel is spreading on that game. And there's some parts of Red Dead Redemption that are quite dull. And I, yeah. I can remember being... I feel like I was dragging about the body count is stupid and it's That's so like, at odds with some of the sort of sentiment. The one thing I would say about Red Dead 2 is that it doesn't, I don't think it works without building on one. I think mm. those two games are a companion. Like, they're like a diptych of the story. I think Red Dead 2 does everything better, but I think without the context, it's not as strong. Mm. But I, I'm fine. I think Kane Lynch 2 is maybe the one that also should have had more of an influence that didn't. Mm. I think mm. it's a, an exceptional game that also was unfairly maligned in its time, which makes me feel bad for it. And it's only five hours as well, so that's... that's, <laughs> so that's, that's let's put yeah. that on there. Alright, so 2010, worst Heavy Rain. 2010, best Kane and Lynch 2. Portal 2, 2011... Now I I really like yeah. that game. I it's very I think it's it's quite clever. I think it's quite funny and I think it's quite um sort of mild mannered in a way that a lot of video games are not. I like the fact that nothing nothing dies, no one really gets hurt and actually it's got quite a, a, a an ending that sort of is quite satisfactory for all of the different characters, but it's a bit smug and I think Portal 1 also is all better those. distilled version of yeah probably that entire thing uh okay la noir for me is not as no la noir is really good 
It's been a long time since I've played it. It is good, but it's also got that awful murder desk section where it's... That game is... Mm. It's like the thing we talked about at one point. I think we talked about this. Where when a video game is like overly long... Mm. Like a movie, when it's overly long, it's annoying that it's an extra hour, half an hour longer than it needs to be. Mm. A book, it's like you could shave 100, 200 pages off this if it's really long. L.A. Noir, I think, probably has like a good like 15, 20 mm. hours that you can cut out of it, and it would be stronger for it. So I like a lot of things about it. It doesn't... But also, a lot of the stuff in this year that we marked is not super inspiring. I'm going to keep it on there for now. Witcher 2. A great game. A great term uh, defense of it I would give. Uh, also, apart from The Witcher 3, which I think is a very different thing. Witcher 2 also, I think, stands very much well on its own. It's, I think, a really fascinating kind of look, and especially like a very um, informed by specifically the culture that produced it, the country that produced it in Poland, where it was made. Like, very strong sort of like if you look at what is interesting about game of thrones that i think people like latched on to is the ability to take uh, a fantasy setting that like essentially makes fantasy not as an excuse to have wizards throwing spells at each other or something but like the idea that you can look back at a history of a country or a region and kind of recast it in a way that um maybe distills something kind of truthful about uh like feelings about that time like when you look at game of thrones being something that is like a very modern and an american i think understanding of what the past and what like sort of western european history could have been and like a very cynical take that's trying to be at least like i don't know maybe i'm getting lost in this the witcher 2 to me feels like a game that's a lot about like the idea of people being trampled by empires and of sort of the fight to continue to exist even though all like larger systems are are working sometimes not even directly but just by nature they're being to stamp you out from existence um and i think it does that in a way that's really interesting where it also kind of like uh literalizes mythology like aspects of um, like Slavic folklore and stuff and makes it um, real uh, in the world and everything. I, I I don't know. Hopefully that kind of gets across part of why I think it's so interesting. Well, I'm, I'm going to take Eleanor off the list. Yeah, like I, I wouldn't mount as much of a defense for that as I would for like The Witcher. Okay, okay. So Duke Nukem Forever, worst game of the year. Uh, uh, you know what? When I look at Shadow of the Damned and Catherine... Junior Can Forever does not elicit such a gut response. I think Catherine's probably worse. I think so too. I think I'm gonna I'm gonna keep Catherine as a potential worse one. Okay, Deus Ex and Revolution. Nah, that's not. That's not. Who cares? Nah, it gives a shit. Okay, Driver San Francisco. That might be. No, no, I no, no. I'm gonna kill that. I'm gonna kill it as much as I love it. No. It's. I had a good time when I played it. I haven't really thought about it since I saw it on that list. That's that's me too. Okay. Um, Uncharted 3. I have a hard time caring so much about. 
Yeah, yeah, I mean, for better or worse. So, of the games that are left as, as good choices, Witcher 2, Dark Souls, Battlefield 3, I think the one that I've replayed the most times and thought about the most is Battlefield 3. Uh, I thought it was a, a really sort of dazzling, visceral, um, just such a good work in terms of sort of sound and music and, and immediate impact that also went some way to um, feeling kind of hopeless and um, sort of uh, like the, the, the story of, you know, like a, a loss of like losing the sheen of war. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think you could very credibly argue for the, the complete opposite of that. So I, I'm going yeah. to just take that take that away. Now, Dark Souls really, again, was very... But I, I've tried to replay that game. I can't. And I can't. I can't. I'm not interested. The also, first time me, I played the, it through. What I would say about Dark Souls is that, to me, everything that... A, and I'm not trying to be, like, some sort of... Like, who cares? I don't know why anyone would ever try to establish any kind of, like, credibility when it comes to this stuff. But I did play Demon Souls first. Right. Because I got it cheap at a Blockbuster. <laughs> Back mm. when Blockbuster existed. And so, to me, Dark Souls wasn't as exciting. Like, I didn't... I think it's a much... I think it's very well-made. Ex- like, extraordinarily well-made. Except for some kind of flabbiness toward the end. Um, But everything... So, to me, it wasn't as novel. Because it was, like, a a better version of something that had already been done or like a more kind of like fully realized version. And then for me, like the things that I would praise most about dark souls, like the, the sense of fear, I think for me is one of the big things Mm. and the, the monsters being just repulsive in a really interesting way. And the story that's kind of like inferred more than it is explicitly told to me, bloodborne does all that stuff better. Mm, I don't. I don't agree with you on that, but but I don't know. I, I'm also gonna. I can take it away. I can take I'm it not... away because I I went for. I did 2010s. I think that was more. I think I was pushing for Kane Lynch too, and I I think you've you've mounted quite a spirited defense of The Witcher. So. I think for me the list is best Witcher two, worst Catherine. Yeah, Skyrim. I. It's very boring, Skyrim. It is, and I think it's one of those games that the ways in which it's bad are not, are more like, I don't know. There are moments in Skyrim that are There are. I, I didn't like mind it, actually. you're climbing a mountain at night and snow. Yeah. I think that stuff's really beautiful, but ah, whatever. Okay, now I'm going to insist on the Darkness 2 remaining on the worst list, just for a second. Dear yeah. Esther, is that the best game of 2012? I, I don't think so. No, it's not okay. better than Binary Domain, is it? Or Max Payne 3? No. Or Hotline Miami? No, it's not. No, you can get rid of that. Okay, how about Binary Domain then? Is that be- That's not better than Max Payne 3 or... or mm, Binary or Domain is it? Really What do you good. think? It's very good. Let's keep it on. Mass Effect 3, let's get that. Let's get yeah, that. Let's yeah. Get I, that. Hate Fez. Um, <laughs> I, I, I bounced off it after about two hours because, like I said, I'm... An incredibly unintelligent person who can. Oh, it's so fussy, but it's not. It's not worse than Far Cry Three. Sword um, and Sorcery. Part of what I love about that game is 
the soundtrack and the art more than actually the actually playing it yeah yeah there are a lot of things that are like really commendable about it and i kind of feel the same way about lone survivor as well yeah i I think that's true yeah i think that's the music and the vibe which i'm not saying aren't important but they're not uh the walking dead doesn't rev rev me up so much I think it was it was the game for the moment, but yeah. you know, I've never played it again, so that can that can f off. Uh, Max Payne Three, uh, that that stays for me. I can't. Very good. Yeah, that's that's probably my favourite ever game. So I'm not sure what I'm going to do there. Lollipop Chainsaw. I mean, I never finished it, but everything I played, I hated. Yeah, it's forgettable though. I suppose. I suppose. Like compared to it doesn't leave like a taste Dark in my mouth. Yeah. Or. Papa Ego as well is like I don't know, you see, I think that, that That's a that game I think is the butterfly that flapped its wings. Exactly, exactly. I think that contributed to a trend of indie games that were, you know, sort of portending to be about quite serious um events and experiences. But when you look when you look back though, like Papa Eo, I think there was more of an like a genuine effort. I think it was just like a sort of like a poorly done version of something that was very truthful to that person but I, it didn't like it's hard for me to I don't know it's also I mean it's a trick of it too it's the same thing with like personal essays as well with like deeply personal work is that you don't want to say to someone what you made out of processing something really horrible mm. but at the same time like when you're just looking at it mm. like it's not good Mm-mm. and it's it's also led to things that i think are worse than mm-hmm. it mm-hmm. because of what critics i mean it's a critical failure too that that and i think i reviewed and gave it a good score so i'm not fucking exempt from this but i think to me something like far cry 3 is more notably uh wretched I think so too. I think so too. Yeah, I think so too. I think Papo and Yo was bad and led to things that were bad. I think Far Cry Three was bad and led to lots of things that were bad. But at least the things, (laughs) at least the things that Papo and Yo led to didn't necessarily cost (laughs) millions of dollars. Far Cry Three was like a bigger waste of money. And I think Far Cry Three, in terms of like the the size of its its badness. Like I can, mm. you, you can put out an Unravel or a Sea of Solitude or any of those games, and I I can just not play them. Yeah, and I, and I feel like they're, it, it, like sure people are gonna like wax poetic about the importance of them and stuff, but like that's fine. Yeah, but Far Cry Three is like <laughs> it's like deeply racist. Yes, as well. yeah, and like self-important in a way that I think a lot of games. Uh, try to be in like a sort of like a condescending to their audience way Mm. it like really encapsulates a lot of that stuff of like not particularly great artists condescending to audiences who are a lot smarter than they think they are Mm. you know to me I think it might it might be a strong choice for the worst it's the only worst game that we've got left on there so I think just it, it must be it must be. Yeah. 
I can remember hating it. I, I, I think that you're absolutely right that it condescends and it thinks it's clever and it isn't. Uh, yeah, and it's it's been infectious. Um, right, I uh, out of Binary Domain, Max Payne 3, Spec Ops The Line, and Hotline Miami. I don't think Spec Ops The Line is is a laster in the way that... The things that bother are. me about it are the things that the kind of things that bother me about Hotline Miami. I think it's okay. it's not as strong or as bad as Hotline Miami though is like no, but Max Payne it's Max Payne 3. It is it's the best. Because when you you make the arguments for Hotline Miami, the look, the feel, the the like it, it just like it m- takes like 5 minutes of playing it to make you feel the exact way they want you to feel. Max mm. Payne 3 does that too. Mm. And better. And and better. And it has the best video game soundtrack ever recorded. There we go then. That's that. All right. So 2013. Oh dear. Right. Okay. Uh I don't think that uh I don't think Oh god, it's hard. I I think the worst game on that list is the Stanley Parable. Well, no, actually, I think the worst game on that list is Grand Theft Auto V. And the Stanley Parable is close. And Bioshock Infinite stinks. But Bioshock Infinite's got a good bit. It's got some good bits. <laughs> it's got some good bits. Grand Theft Auto V has a few good it's got bits. No like good, it's got no good no, bits. No, like when you're when you're just listening to the radio and you're driving No, the around. soundtrack's bollocks, man. But there are some good parts to the soundtrack. <laughs> Bioshock Infinite has... A half hour or hour where it expands in front of you as something also what i was just talking about with the far cry 3 thing of just infinitely like bioshock infinitely condescending to its audience as people who and it's like the worst kind of art and maybe the essentially bad kind of art of this era of educated people who cannot decide what they actually think about anything and by not deciding argue themselves into just a puddle of like complete apathy and that ends up being malignant you know and destructive to other people who you know like the way that game waffles is extraordinary Mm. and then it has like all that self-importance and also has the creepy stuff of like the fucking what's her name in it elizabeth Mm. like what a character man what a weird Mm. kind of like there's something like a middle-aged man taking out his sex doll and Mm. making the whole world look at it about Mm. that Mm. that's um bioshock infinite i think sucks in a way that is incredible grand theft auto to me is just it's just a, a, it just didn't work. It was bad. But it's Grand Theft Five is so sort of misogynistic and hypocritical yeah. and obsessed with itself and so, so smug, and such a it, sort of monolith at the same time. I think I that would it's, say, you know, it's like the ziggurat. It's the it's the Moloch. <laughs> <laughs> I think they both are of the decade. I think you they keep both of them as as among the worst. I think they're no, we, we we can't do that. We can't chicken out. We've got to, no, we've got to pick one because that because if we don't, then that just undermines the entire project of this podcast. We've got to. There must only be one. There can only well, be was... one. <laughs> All right, then for me, it's Bioshock Infinite. 
It's I not think... any of the others, then. It's not Brothers, it's not Tomb Raider. Nah, I'm not... It's like, not Brothers. Don't... Brothers is don't... just a bit innocent and shit. I don't know. Uh, Tomb Raider... Tomb Raider ends... You know what, though? Tomb Raider in the credits has that message that thanks all of the fans, and that <laughs> that drove me up the fucking wall. <laughs> it drove you up the wall as much as the the failed revolution and the, in, yeah, the Inception okay. moment that takes up like, the last hour of Infinite. We'll come back to it. Let's, let's settle on the best first. So we've got Kentucky Route Zero... Papers, please. Oh, it's not Papers, please. It was an interesting game, but it's mm, a... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we've got Kentucky Route Zero, Gone Home, The Last of Us, Amnesia Machine for Pigs. Oink, oink. I, um, I, I'll take I, the Stanley Parable off the worst of list, because I think all of the bad things about the Stanley Parable, and, the, are and there are many... Are contained in the other two? Are they in the, contained in the other two? Absolutely. They're there, and... Yeah. Amnesia, I'm not going to convince you of why it's one of my favorite games. You've given me you've given me the Amnesia diatribe before, and <laughs> I, I think that it's interesting. Um, but ultimately, I don't. You know, I'm not. I've never played it, so I don't know. I can't agree or disagree with you on whether it's the best game of the uh, year. You, really, you'd probably hate it because <laughs> you don't like Dear Esther. You don't like Everybody's Gone to the Rapture. I'm not gonna like that. I think the odds are. I mean, it's it's very different from both of those, but. Um, I, I think it's in terms of like a game that makes you I think it's like a great work of horror across genre mm. uh, like it makes you feel like it kind of in a similar way to the Soma kind of like by giving you thought experiments makes you kind of like real with sort of like an existential kind of terror right this game makes you feel a complete and utter like dread at just humanity um okay it's like all set on i think december 31st 1899 and it's like a game about what is going to happen in the 20th century like where things have been leading in human history and then kind of like is very much aware of you as a player in 2013 knowing everything that's happening you know um it's i think incredibly good horror but the thing that always gets me about the last of us in terms of like a best thing is that it's also as much as i love that game it's also the road what do you mean they well i don't even know if they read the road as much as they watched the adaptation of the road and said and stick some zombies in and that's gonna do it but i think joel and ellie are also some of the best characters in games Mm. i think the whole thing too about the kind of like mirror that joel ended up being for people is interesting i think it's a really interesting game in terms of like masculinity violence um it's like emotionally resonant as well as intellectually resonant uh it's well it's just really well crafted i don't know but I, I i i get stuck with the last of us because there's so much in between yeah the parts that i like i don't like all the zombie shit i don't like all the crafting yeah. shit you know there's just so much in there that i don't mind it but to me it's just like 
I feel like there's a version of it that is greatly pared down. Yeah. With, like, with just, like, a gun and handheld weapons. Yeah. And just humans. Yep. And I think it's it could be just as good. I don't think... I really love it the way it is, but I think there is... To me, it's not... See, but then the thing is, I can't hold up Amnesia. Uh... Because you haven't played it. Whereas, if Kentucky Route Zero, if it was fully released, I would say it's sort of easily the the best. Kentucky Route Zero, for me, also has the amnesia thing of being, to me, like a really great work, um, regardless of its medium. I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna put my flag in Gone Home. As the best one? As the best one. It's really good. Because... Although it's a little saccharine, and a little bit twee, and... a little bit... Maybe just a little too earnest. I... I admire... I, I was really struck when it came out by its sort of fidelity to real life um, in some aspects I like that it's a game right, but you know what if I'm going to say Gone Home then then Gone Home well okay so here's my here's why I'm going to say Gone Home right mm-hmm. so there's a lot of games where and we're talking Tacoma we're talking Rapture we're talking Dear Esther uh, and others where you're Picking over the detritus of people's lives and using it to assemble an idea of who they might have been. Mm-hmm. In Everybody's Gone to the Rapture, that's through looking at ghosts a lot of the time. In mm-hmm. Tacoma, it's through looking at sort of these holographic, what may as well be ghosts, projections. In Dear Esther, it's in this. Like quite well, it's just con- like narration. It's just narration. It's just quite narratively convenient narration. In Gone Home, I think that what you're finding related to these people does actually feel quite intimate, and the kinds of things that people do have in their house, and that actually maybe would say something about them. And I think that's what separates it from those games for me. It's a really... I, I would pick it i think it's a in terms of like not just how uh powerful it is and i do think it is i think of i think people have played it and if they haven't whatever skip ahead or something but there's a moment toward the end when you're piecing together the story and you know about a younger sister right yeah yeah, because the older sister who you're playing as has been off traveling or something. Um, and you see how horrible things have gotten. Um, she's gay and her parents are rejecting her as well as like everyone else, essentially, right? And the game, very, like, not too heavily, but it feels like a ghost story for the first, for quite a while. And then you think it's not a ghost story. I mean, it is in a lot of ways, but you think that's not what this is. It's it's not trying to scare you that much. 
And then you start seeing that how horrible things have gone for her sister. And I think you like go up the stairs to where her bedroom is. It's like one of the last places in the bathroom. And I think the tub has like red all over it, right? And it's this moment of like a real gut punch of, well, she killed herself. And then you find out, <laughs> it sounds so cheap in retrospect, but like and you find out she's like, no, it's like hair dye. And she's gone off to try to make her life. And it's not, I like, I agree with you that there's something kind of saccharine, but the ending is like really bittersweet. Like she's probably not going to have a great life mm. after she's left behind her family and friends and most of her friends. Um, and so things are not necessarily going to work out for her. And there's a, I think there's a genuine sort of recognizable domestic melancholy, you know, mom's considering having an affair. Dad's unsatisfied with his, his career. Um, and that, that to me is, is more affecting than, you know, we're on a spaceship or everyone's died in the apocalypse. So I think that because it, Mm -hmm. it sort of created a genre and, and still I think is the best example of that genre. I would probably, yeah, I'd, I'd, um, I'd pick that one. That's fine with me. I'd I think for that one. I'll make you a deal then. <laughs> Bioshock Infinite worst. Yeah. Gone Home best. Yeah, that's fine. fine. Okay, right. Uh, Gone Home. The one last thing I want to say about it too that is I think something that also got lost in it uh, about appraisals of it over the years is when you think about how expertly told that game is mm-hmm. when it's essentially a freeform game. Like, I, I, I think there are some aspects where you won't be able to get to certain places out of order, but you still are able to go around and sort of look at things at your own pace and, you know, go toward what interests you. But it unravels this story in a way that is, like, just in terms of, like, craftsmanship, I think it's, like, extremely confident and mm. and remarkable, too, also because there isn't really a template for... I mean, games have done things similarly before, but nothing that's as sort of like uh, like honed in scale uh, as Gone Home. Mm. And I think that's something that's like really like to me. That's the thing that makes like her story interesting. But the story in her story is not as good. No. All right, 2014 worst game of 2014. Uh, we have got the Vanishing of Ethan Carter. That's the worst game. The Talos Principle. I didn't play that one. Talos Principle, okay, we'll take it off the list because you haven't played it, but that was a particular bugbear for me because it, it, it sits in my mind as the beginning of a trend in video games of uh, wanting to do stories about people and emotions and humanity, but not having, I don't know why, but just not putting any, <laughs> not putting any people in them and doing it with yeah. like robots and shapes and... Yeah, I, 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 I find it's just like the sort of quintessential um, kind of representation of having lived a life entirely in front of a computer. That you, you know, people who make these games not spoken to anyone. Or yeah, and I like, mean there are obviously like practical reasons for that, but that's what it feels like. Yeah, it feels you know like a, a really sort of sheltered perspective and a, a really sort of naive and uninformed perspective. Or like um, disinterested, kind of as well. Yeah, you know? yeah. Uh, affected. It's like, it's like if every novel was 
Oh Christ, I'm gonna get the the name. Is it epistolatory? The novels told I through letters. I, I don't know. I actually don't know. I've not heard of that word before. Uh, Episcopalian. <laughs> uh, but it's like if every book was told through sort of like found documents, and that was yeah the best version of like. I don't know. It's a technique. It's a technique that's used constantly and not deployed, I think, effectively in a lot of cases. Mm. I could say best and worst of this right now. Go on. Uh, PT. Yep. Uh, the best. And the worst is Vanishing of Ethan Carter. Va- Vanishing uh, of Reed McCarter. I think you're probably right. I mean, I really liked Five Nights at Freddy's for reasons that I explained. Uh, mm-hmm. Wolfenstein New Order is off the list because of what it, it sired. Um, Far Cry 4, I think, was a really bad game because of the villain character and mm-hmm. because of the, the sort of treatment of, um, uh, you know, sort of Tibetans and, and the Nepalese and various things that are, you know, quintessentially Far Cry. But if we've done Far Cry 3, then okay. I think there are also more redeeming aspects of Far Cry 4 than there are to Vanishing of Ethan Carter. Okay. In terms of, like, anyway, let's not get into it. Yeah, the vanishing of Ethan Carter is. Uh, I yeah, think explain why though, because I don't know if we talked about. It's just it's one of the kind of emptiest video game experiences I've ever had, um, where I I felt nothing. I wasn't sort of mechanically challenged in any way. Um, I didn't have to think much. I was bored, and yet it was. If anyone's seen that film by Colin Trevorrow called The Book of Henry. <laughs> The Vanishing of Ethan Carter is the Book of Henry, um, and I, and then you know, and then you sort of add insult to injury. Critics seem to respond to it really positively because it, oh, you know, it's it's like it's about childhood innocence and there's no killing in it, and and it's so pretty. And then you've also got the fact that it's you know co-read by himself, um, Adrian Schumalash. So yeah, no. No. Yeah, he's a he's the guy scumbag. That game, I think. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Isn't the reveal at the end that this boy is living in a fantasy world based on like Cthulhu shit because his home life is bad? I thought he was already dead. Oh, that's right. Yep. And so it's like trying to. To me, it feels like the complete opposite of what you could praise about like Gone Home. You know, where it's like. Everything that makes Gone Home good, just reverse it. <laughs> like, it's not interesting. You walk around aimlessly in a forest that they made. Another like video game thing. The forest is like incredibly, like they obviously spent a ton of time making it so the light hits off the leaves just so, and it looks really sort of like almost like photorealistic at times when you stop. But you can never tell where the fuck you are or why mm-hmm. you're in a forest. Mm-hmm. It's just like here's a forest. Um. Yeah, that game blows a lot. 2015, the worst game is... Oh, is it is it Hardline or is it The Beginner's Guide? It's Hardline for scale. <laughs> hardline is... Poison. You know? <laughs> hardline okay. is... Okay, but you know what the best game is? Life is Strange. No, it's Soma. No, it's life is strange. You know why? Do you know why it's life is strange, right? Because life, life is pretty strange. <laughs> life is strange, but life is strange is the anti- I mean, is the antithesis of 
Ethan Carter of the Beginner's Guide of Catherine, right? Because there's the the scene in the in the fourth episode of Life is Strange where you go to a party being hosted by the sort of high school jocks, you know, the the upper clique of the high school social circle. And in so many so many video games because they're made by by you know former nerds and and people who were members of the you know coding club or whatever at their school and played dungeons and dragons and who never ever developed the skills to kind of effectively sort of socialize and emote and speak to people and who are now kind of reaping their petty vengeance on the world mm-hmm. through their video games there's that wonderful clip of todd howard being interviewed where he says like people used to bully me because i was in the chess club who's laughing now <laughs> you know they've got that attitude they weren't right? bullying him because he was in the chess club i'm sure they were bullying him because he was a fucking jerk a dick anyway so in so many games that scene would play out as you know you are the delicate fragile uh you know caterpillar in the chrysalis kind of misunderstood poet uh as in like you know a stand-in for the the game developer and the jock kids are all like bullies and stupid and and horrible and their party is just like depicted as you know like 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 the sort of underground sex club at the beginning of Irreversible by Gaspar No you know it's this kind of like n- this like nest of of like vice and depravity and 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 it's awful you go to the party in life is strange and lo and behold all of the so-called like jock clique kids are all quite awkward and yeah. you know like it, it, the party is like a bit lame and they're all a bit sort of nervous and actually quite friendly uh, to you as well and actually just sort of chat to you and you kind of chat to them and have quite sort of stilted teenage conversation and it's really authentic and I think humanising yeah and that was such a breath of fresh air That's what, that was the moment where I realised that the game was actually that much more special than I than I realized because it and like the stepdad character who's in in the first episode is you know like oh yeah parents suck yeah mm. oh this guy was in the army he's just like this this stupid dumbass grunt fucking right wing idiot stepdad but then actually again you like get to know him and he's quite warm and just sort of trying his best and it's it's like a bit sort of tragic that he can't get closer to yeah, his stepdaughter like he's he's sort of aware that he's failing but he doesn't know how to do it better exactly and she's, and it, she's also fucking up in ways that are concerning that, yeah but it also he's still the game makes pretty clear that he sucks but they're like but he's a human you can see why he sucks yeah he's you know? trying and she's like trying but fail and there's just like a, a real genuine humanity and just compassion yeah. and understanding for people that you don't All, get in so many fucking video games yeah what I'll say is there are a lot of things about that game I don't like. I think Chloe is a, it might be partially kind of like performance based, but I think she's too far into like a caricature kind of thing that mm. I have a hard time with her. Mm-hmm. But her role in the story is fine. I think like Max is actually a good character mm-hmm. and well performed, especially in spite of all of the lines that she has to read. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the ending of the game, especially when it kind of like it feels a little bit like concern that people won't be okay with just playing a game about uh like teenage issues and like which are not just teenage issues obviously but like sort of like a a kind of more of a 
down-to-earth thing. I mean, the time travel power stuff, I think, is important to that. I like how it kind of, like, makes literal, like, an idea of regret and trying to do things differently that you just mm. did and blah, blah, blah. Um, the stuff about, like, the killer abducting girls and, and, like, destruction of the town and all that stuff. I think it's, to me, it kind of, like, sours some of my memories of it. But the stuff, it has, like, I really... I like Degrassi. I think it's funny and entertaining and it's awkward and poorly like written poorly in a way and performed poorly in a way that doesn't diminish why it's so entertaining and it's truthful to something. And I think Life is Strange has that Degrassi energy in a way that games don't. So I would I would go with you. I think there are big problems with it and I would probably pick something else, but I think also everything you said kind of like I'm not gonna The Witcher two. I, I The Witcher three is really good, but also you haven't played it. Soma. Life so, is strange. Soma. Go on. Oh, sorry. I was just gonna say. I think the things that Life is Strange does really well are more sort of like speak to a larger part of the human condition than. Bloodborne or Soma. Yeah. So. And I think I think that Soma... It loses me a lot. I've struggled to go back to it because of the... Monster? Yeah, the monsters. I'm not... I mean, I know there's that option now. There's that kind of additional mode that, that you know, basically strips away their intelligence so they don't attack you. Um, but that seems kind of... Yeah. Yeah, it's like it has like a vestigial like tail growing out of it. Mm, 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 mm. Um, so I, I would I would plump for life is strange and hardline as the worst of the year. Yeah, we've said things before. I think about Blobs Three being. We've talked about Blobs Three. We've talked the, about hardline. Yeah, I'm good with that. All right, twenty sixteen. We're almost done. I would. Um, I would say. Inside. Inside. Definitely not inside. Definitely <laughs> not inside. You played it, right? I did. I, I finished it. Oh shit! It, yeah. This goes on to a second page. There's it a does. lot of thinkers and winners. But I, I think my best would probably still be uh, Old Mafia Three. Mafia Three is good. It's also, it's also good in like a great flavor, a little flavor packet in the fucking Olympic sized swimming pool of water. Mm. <laughs> you know, like it's very, it's, it, it does not need to be an open world game. Mm-mm. Although there is some great stuff with like the mood of driving around and the way that it it unlike a lot of other games would it is not shy about the fact that it's telling a story set that is about a civil rights story with a black vietnam veteran and the way that things happen to him depending on which part of like the fake louisiana he's in i also think it would be a better game if it was set in actual yeah louisiana oh, no. to me that's still a strike against it i wish they could have gone I wish it was a bit more focused in terms of 
less of an open world a little less cruft to it and i wish it was because it's already so specific i wish it had gone the extra inch and and said this is louisiana but you still got a game there where you play as a a black hero you know, killing the the ku klux klan and i don't yeah. think i don't think any of the games elsewhere on this list have a moment that sort of memorable or striking and beyond that too also having him then work his way up to the fucking halls of power of the people who are exactly you know of of being like this game is not just saying it's not the kind of uh simple sort of well the kkk in the 60s you know specifically here that's the enemy and you kill them and then the problem solved it's saying no this is a whole Mm. and it's not like a feel-good game either it doesn't try to cheer you up and say i don't know and it's got such like it's got such a good sense of style and Mm. lincoln clay is just such a good character Mm. like he's so believable the performance is really good like his motivations and stuff makes sense he's like great and believable as an action hero but also like as someone who you like he's seems like a real person as well he's not just like a superhero that's a good game i think that's the one you think it's better than yeah i don't know if i can get as excited for inside i can't get definitely not doom you know which is a blast but it's not kind of it's not uh, it's it's like trenchant and insightful and sort of also potent and i think you and i feel the same way about this stuff as well that a game that actually tries to engage with like really strongly and not try to be coy about what it's trying to communicate a game that's like has enough backbone to say this is what i'm talking about you know and doom doom is fantastic but also it's like it's 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 trying to be something different but to Mm. me i don't know it hasn't stuck with me the way that that mafia 3 has uh inside inside i could defend a lot mafia 3 i think is stuck with me in more significantly yeah me too so and the worst virginia is real bad virginia is a heap of shit (laughs) virginia is like oh it's it's a it's a an art film short by someone with no original ideas or ability to think through the premise of what they're saying who wants to you know reference x-files heavily and twin peaks and has a distrust of the government but isn't sure why it's because x-files did (laughs) it's it's uh but then it has the the tenacity despite all of that to try to recommend that it has some kind of answers for you that that it is like truthful in a way Mm. I, i hate that game but is it as bad as Deus Ex Mankind Divided or not? It's not, you know what, Mankind Divided is bad, but it's not that bad. It's not yeah. as bad. No Man's Sky. I'm not going to get on board with you on that one. No, fine. Okay. Um, Home Division's from the Rev- bad, but... 
Wildlands is worse. Wildlands is the <laughs> for now at least it's the platonic ideal of yeah. That. So um, Front of Revolution is bad, but but again, it's bad in a way that you know Far Cry Three is bad, Hardline is bad, Wildlands is bad. Um, so for making a list to kind of define the decade, it doesn't need to be there. So I, I would go with oh, but Unravel. Unravel is just annoying though. Virginia yeah, is like yeah, bad. Okay. Like yeah, I think okay. <laughs> Unravel, I don't like it. But Virginia, I think that the world is worse for it existing. You know. There we go. There we go. Then so Virginia worse. Matthew three. Top top dog. Okay, 2017. What well, is Wildlands? Wildlands is the worst. I mean, it's the, I think Atlas the new Colossus is, is real bad. Uh, new Colossus though, it's there. <laughs> it's down the. It's hanging around there, down the. How did? Oof. How did that come out in the same year? Because I mean, right, Agents of Mayhem fucking it, did me not, in, but it's, but it's not, not competing there. on the same. <laughs> Strafe, it's in a different weight class. <laughs> it is, yeah. Strafe was really like rubbish. S- same with Prey. It's Prey was rubbish. Outlast Two was. Outlast Two really is also. Rubbish. <sighs> but Outlast it wasn't. 2. But it's not. No, it's not the new Colossus. It's not Wildlands. It's stupid, no. and again, it's like misogynistic and, and hysterical, and just like just you know replete with fucking crap, lazy stereotypes. It plays terribly. It's boring, <laughs> but you, you know what though? It does look real good uh, in terms of like the apocalypse imagery is is really good. Sometimes. I, I, I think we talked about it and there was a bit where it starts raining blood and I actually put Slayer's <laughs> raining blood on there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I remember so, I got some screenshots of that and I look at I looked at them a few times and I was like, those that's really good. <laughs> so in in terms of work that's that's come back to worse. It's between either the new Colossus or Wildlands. So best yeah. it's not Hellblade, I'm not having it. <laughs> I'm not having Hellblade Come in there. Come on, Senua. Senua. <laughs> I hate it. I hate it entirely. Okay. Uh, you me. haven't played Echo. I haven't played Echo, so I can't really vouch for it. I like Nier better. Echo is really uh, restrained and is very... It's sort of a pain in the ass to play sometimes, but to me that's fine. Um, but you haven't played it. No. I, I didn't like Neo very much, but I for what it means to other people. Well, and what that no, no, can't no, be. No, it can be, because what I've read about it from other authors, like Julie, has been really convincing. And I can see there are some things that... This is, this is going to sound like sort of false humility, but just because I don't like them doesn't mean that they're not... Da, 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 da. And... I think Nier is just one of those games that has a lot of uh, significance beyond my world. Um, whereas Observer, I enjoyed a lot, and I, I thought that visually and in terms of you know imagery, it was really striking. But at the same time, um, at the same time, I it, it repeated a little and. There were there were quite a few sequences, and I, I don't know if I could play it again. I don't know if I could go through Observer. Yeah, I, I couldn't. Whereas near, even though it is also, I think a little bit bloated in mm. in some aspects, not as bloated as as 
some would maybe argue. I think the repetition is important part of what makes that game work. But I would happily play that again before Observer, which is shorter but didn't. I don't know. Observer also, I think the ending was really bad. Yeah. Like when okay. it just did Ghost in the Shell again. You know what? It's near. It's sorry. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's fine. But you know what? It's also the new Colossus, and I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to I'm going to give you for two words for worse than for, for, for worse than Wildlands. I'm going to give you I'm going to give you two words. Okay. Uh, sink shot. Sink shot was pretty good. Sink shot was pretty good. <laughs> that was the one. I think I I think the review I wrote of it. I opened it talking about the sink shot as the only thing that was redeemed I, that I I liked the sink shot and I like the character customization in Wildlands. I like dressing up my action man. Okay. And <laughs> and I I felt like I felt you know the shitness in Wildlands? I felt like I had more control over it than the new Colossus. I felt like with Wildlands I had it was possible if I kind of like kind of like squinted my brain and sort of played the game in a, in a, in a way it was possible to kind of mitigate how bad it was the new colossus is a train line uh there was also when you and i played and we we did travel photos of our two characters dressed up in in like their cowboy hats we we dressed them in the the best outfits we could find for them and we sent them on a journey to snap some good pics of their, of their armed vacation in a foreign country. Mm. That nothing in Wolfenstein does that. I mean, it's not fair because that was, we we made the fun ourselves. But nothing in Wolfenstein, I think, was capable of facilitating that kind of fun. And everyone was so bloody proud of Wolfenstein. Oh, everyone yeah, was I, so I wanna, fucking happy about it. I don't want to. I want to focus in because there's more than enough just on what these things. Here's a question: Which game is more likely to? Which game is more likely to? Uh... Hmm. I'm trying to think of the best way to phrase this because it's fine to burn American flags. It's fine. It's. A sensible thing to do which game is more likely to make people like to sort of hasten the the decline in ways that are unfair to the average person of of just america of just in in a way of which game is sort of or or sort of like rubbing the world's faces in complete sort of like like ignorance and self-satisfaction of America as a concept. Notably, neither of these games were made in America, but they're both just horrific, like on an international scale. I think it's the new Colossus. I do, because I think that the new Colossus... I think the new... Sorry, I don't want to cut you off. Now go on. I think Wildlands... I think Wildlands, it's easier to say look at this heap of shit it's easy right like you have a bunch of american special ops going into a country was it uh bolivia Bolivia. invaded by mexican cartels to commit (laughs) extrajudicial murder so it's like just like this stupid like 
I, I don't want to minimize how I think gross that fucking game is, but I think most people can play it and say, look at that. That's that's bad. But I think the new Colossus is trying to say, no, we get it. You know, we're we understand like to me the new Colossus is trying to get people to think or or it's trying to like people are ce- like celebrated more than I don't think people would celebrate Wildlands because it's nakedly obvious how see I I I think that the new Colossus is kind of more insidious well that's and what I kind mean. of apolo- an, an apologist that's that's you what know? I mean though that's why yeah. I'm trying to say maybe I, I think I'm on board with which is really incredible for me because up until this moment I thought this was the easiest choice yeah. I think but the new Colo- the new the new Colossus is deceptive. The new the new Colossus is like, you know, there's a, there's a lot of people who might play that and think, oh, this is a really sort of stirring. Um... You know what the new Colossus is? It's like, um, remember that that big thread by that American uh, dipshit who started off with like, you know, it's like buckle in, it's time for some game theory. That's what the new Colossus is. Is right. like missing the point of what's happening in the world so enormously but in a way that's like i think comforting to some people but isn't helpful in any way whatsoever yeah yeah uh, yes absolutely yeah it, it's like the whole thing of like I well the it... rush the russians are hacking the elections it's that kind of game you know yeah like d- no don't don't look inside yourself look outward <laughs> yeah and also the bad things that america did are in the past America itself is a perfect... I, whatever. I don't want to go into more of a tangent. New Colossus is worse than Wildlands. Fucking A. Fucking A. Okay, 2018. Let's bring us up to... So the best is, is the best out of that lot is definitely Red Dead Redemption 2. Yeah. I think we because every every last year and said it too. Everything else on that list is a game that we don't like. <laughs> so it's, the best is Red Dead Redemption 2. The worst... The rest, yeah, the rest is Celeste, Kingdom Come, Far Cry 5, Detroit, it's, Battlefield 5. It's not Battlefield 5, because that's just kind of blandly, like, insipidly yeah. bad in the way that those games always are. Um, Celeste was trying. You know, it's like the same argument. It's annoying. Had, like, it's like Unravel. It's annoying. It's like the same thing we had about Papa EO. Yeah, you know, okay. It's... Mm, that's a real rogues gallery. I don't think it's Kingdom Detroit. Come, Far Cry. I don't think it's Detroit. I don't think out of those three, Detroit is the worst. We also already awarded Heavy Rain, which uh, I think the ways it's bad are very similar to the ways that Detroit are bad. Yeah. It's bad. Okay. And then... You didn't play Kingdom Come, though. That's um... a problem. No, but I have, I, I've seen it being played. I've experienced it. To me, it's an easy choice for the worst one out of that in Far Cry 5. To me, well, but Far Cry 5 is also has the thing of the 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 video game thing of motioning toward something mm. as like the Rorschach test of the piece you wrote about it lays it out like perfectly that it's the hyper normalization piece. Mm about sort of how it's like 
you look at it and it's frightening in a sense that that's something that can be worked on by so many people and so intently and with so much money and time and undoubtedly so many talented people working on it who are have smart things to say that the world would be better to hear and that's what comes out of it you know I think it's Far Cry 5 not just because of even the the sort of thematic substance of it but just for just playing it it's a mess it's like impossible to have a good gunfight it's full of glitching it's it's fussy it's pedantic um, I just I, it was such an unenjoyable you know mechanical experience layered beneath a idiotic and depressing thematic one Kingdom Come though also is an extremely annoying game to play right um, and also it's like in a sense and it shouldn't have to take on all the burden of this but it does kind of condense um, I think the a lot of the mentality that's responsible especially for like uh, in countries that were satellite states or or part of you know the former Soviet Union of the mentality that's given rise to the far right across you know central europe and eastern europe but also across europe as a whole there's like something so malignant about it that is presented and just like weaved into this in in a way that there is something about so when you talk about like david cage racism and it's like well there it is right this game is like more it's like weaving it into something so that you can try to almost like get the ideas into someone's head of like ethno-nationalism without them being fully aware that they're being talked to by a racist you know Mm. like it's it's Mm. and i don't think that they and part of what makes it so insidious is i don't think they sat down and said we're gonna make a, a white power video game because and it's not even as simple as that it's it's even more even more specific and more sort of like like fucking like dark ages no before like it's it's like pre-millennial level of of these people look sort of similar to me and we speak the same language and have the same beliefs and outlook on the world so therefore everyone else is suspect and the only way to portray them is to show that they are untrustworthy and deviant but it's like updated for a modern audience the way it does that so it does it's not anti-semitic instead it's replacing like the uh you know civil war in in bohemia where it's saying like Look at here's some Hungarians, like a Hungarian army or uh, forces from the emperor of, I think it was Sigismund, whatever. But it's saying, look at here's different white people, who are suspect because they're not our white people. So it's like sneaking it past you, where it's like trying to say like, if you understand modern racism as being, like sort of like, something of skin tone entirely this game is saying like it's sneaking it past you by saying 
we're not racist because we're not doing that even though he also did the fucking director uh favre or whatever mounted a whole defense of why you can't have anyone who isn't white and like completely you know his version of a central european in this game but it also says we're we're moving this racism past you can't notice it we're not anti-semitic look we have jewish characters in the game and represented but we are instilling in you the worldview that there is something whenever another nation tries to interact with another one and blend itself with it it's doing it for nefarious reasons that are trying to undermine like a culture you know um trying to it's 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 like disgusting in a way that i think is like profound like it's disturbing when you like dwell on it like that this worldview is a rejection of the idea of like a common humanity and of the universalism of like humans <laughs> you know of of people who mm. of like internationalism of any sort uh it's 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 disgusting and it's there's something so insidious about the way it communicates that and to me it's like a, a fully realized like there are elements of it that you know it's like it's like the fact that it got a pass largely in the games media too is like someone putting out a, a 2018 birth of a nation and it being applauded for, on its technical merits again mm. you know like it, it it disturbs me in a lot of ways and i'm not trying to be like super hyperbolic or anything i'm just like following through the thought and that's what i would argue about it well, when you put it that way it's quite hard to disagree that that sounds like the worst game of that year so kingdom come it is <laughs> i spent 55 hours with my face fucking stuffed in front of that that world you deserve to have that you deserve to be listened to so no i feel though like to run it sorry, back i feel no, like I, no 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 i, I, I agree with, with you a long explanation I agree with you. I mean, I, I, I hate Far Cry 5, but I don't think it's quite as evil as what you've just described. Um, and again, I think a lot of Far Cry 5's problems are uh, embodied in Far Cry 3. Um, so again, if we're yeah. doing a sort of a, a list for the decade, I think if you needed to understand what's wrong with Far Cry 5, you'd, you'd only have to play Far Cry 3, and that's already there. So our best game of 2010 was Kane and Lynch 2. <sighs> Our worst was Heavy Rain. Mm. Game of the Year 2011 was The Witcher 2. Worst was Catherine. 2012, best game was Max Payne 3. Worst was Far Cry 3. Oh, big threes. Yeah. 2013, our best game was Gone Home. Our worst game was Bioshock Infinite. 2014, our best game was PT. Our worst game was Vanishing of Ethan Carter. 2015, our best game was Life is Strange. Our worst was Battlefield Hardline. 2016, our best game was Mafia 3. Our worst was Virginia. 2017, our best game was Near Automata. Our worst game was The New Colossus. And 2018, our best game was Red Dead Redemption 2. Our worst game was Kingdom Come Deliverance. Deliverance. Now you're going to cover 2019. 2019 
which on at the this next point episode of at this point I don't podcast. really want to because we just spent fucking four hours talking about these things. Yeah, that's I'm done now because that's been a long afternoon. <laughs> it really has, you know. I woke up early and now it's the afternoon. Yeah, so let's let's that <laughs> is a very comprehensive look at the decade, I think. Yeah, so let's you want me to sign it off, um Ed, anything you want to I mean, you're you're working in the real world, right? I work so... in the real world. Yeah, I work in the real world now. Um but uh especially once we get the archives back, there's lots of Ed for you to read on bullet points. That's right. And to listen to um, so I'll just say as the wrap up stuff, blah, yeah. So I'll do, um, we're going to do a 2019 one specifically. So I guess that'll be sort of the, uh, the final, this is like, we put together a jigsaw puzzle and left out one piece. And so we'll snap that into place. That'll be me and, uh, Yusuf Cole, who has joined on bullet points as an editor. Um, you know, out with the old, <laughs> in with the new. <laughs> <laughs> that's what i always say um no i mean that's exciting we've got some new stuff coming on uh ed i still thank <laughs> you so thank yeah. you very much yeah obviously i just spent fucking four hours talking to you about video games yeah um so yeah uh so yusuf and i will be doing that with uh ethan gatch who uh you might know from kotaku who has like been doing one of these end of the year ones with us for a few years now. So we'll do that. Uh, by the time you're listening to this, it God only knows it might be coming up in like a day or two. Who knows? Um, aside from that, uh, check out bullet points monthly.com where we've been running back sort of, uh, pieces kind of looking at sort of the, the larger state of games and kind of bigger trends and, and what, each writer has kind of taken away from them uh, over the course of the 2010s. Um, the first one is by Tara Hillegeist, who uh, has been on the site before, um, and Will Parton uh, wrote the second one, and then we have one from Astrid uh, coming coming next, maybe at the time you hear this, and then the last one's by uh, Cameron Kunzelman and so check out all that stuff and then also check out the new redesign website i mean you'll have to to read those things um check out superculture network which is bullet points is a part of now it's kind of a i don't know this is a bad idea to just at the end my fucking brain is just yeah mush. yeah just go to the um, twitter just, go, just well, tell me to the twitter just at bullet points it, vg jesus it, christ it's the, first, <laughs> it's the first time i've mentioned Superculture Network is with us and Bad End. You know, Bad End's a podcast. It's a good podcast. It's got uh, Josh Clickstone, Kyle Kirkstall, and Katie McCarthy. And we together, together now, doing some things. Uh, Savoy Affair, Disco Elysium podcast, best best game 2019 spoilers. Um, Patreon. Go to Patreon. Ed, plug the Patreon. Okay. Oh, it's patreon.com forward slash bullet points, and there's a button there that lets you give us some money. Well, give Reed some money. Well, uh, who knows? I maybe I don't you'll make come, anything from the Patreon now. Well, maybe maybe you'll come knocking on the door one day. Oh, and say fucking no chance. I'd rather die. <laughs> <laughs> then ask for some money from a site you worked for. 
Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> co-founded. I, I think people should just go and buy OK Hero. Oh, that's rude. That's they a, should do both. Buy OK Hero on Amazon. I get a cut uh, yeah. of that. OK Hero, uh, yeah. Okay, hero. Okay. For sale on no. Yeah. Hey, we, we don't. We, that's it. Everyone knows. They all no, know. I, Everyone bloody plug. knows. They all know <laughs> yeah. it all. Listen, this is this is lifeblood. Okay, buy okay hero on itch. <laughs> that's Ed and I and Astrid edited it, and then Patreon subscribe to that. We need money very badly, uh, and it goes to Yusuf and I and freelancers, and <clears throat> maybe Ed, if if you if you feel bad for him when he's sleeping out in the cold. Are we and done? Is that it? Are we done now? Are we done? <laughs> what, a, what a decade. What a decade. What a decade it's been. <laughs> what a decade right. it's been since we started recording. <laughs> that's that's the 2010s. That's the 2010s. See you in 10 years <laughs> for another one. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for doing this, Ed. Yeah, ha- you're welcome. Happy New Year. Happy New Year in games. Bye. Bye.